0: Hey, so I'm gonna be talking on um, when we believed in mermaids by Barbara O'Neill. So <clears throat> it was it was such a good read. Um, it's always interesting when a when an author has a book where there's two different narratives going on at the same time. So there are two sisters, and, hmm, one's name is Kit, and the other name is Marie, and they grew up in a very, um, interesting background, um, their parents were married and they had a, a love hate kind of relationship, lusting over each other and everything. And they had a restaurant, and they lived on the beach in California. And so um, there was a lot going on. Kit became a very straight edge, to the point, all about business type of person. And she kind of showed those attributes from when she was a kid. And Marie, she was a more free-spirited, live life to the fullest, stay in the moment, don't worry about the consequences kind of person. So um, it reflects in how they decided to live their lives. It reflects in their life choices. And... It's interesting because they grew up watching their parents love each other, but they also grew up watching their parents dysfunction. And their parents were so into each other that they kind of just disregarded Kit and Marie as kids and made pretty much had them fend for themselves in a way that they didn't know how to. Marie is the older sister. And she did the best that she could with Kit, but she didn't know how to be, you know, responsible for her in that respect. So they pretty much had to learn how to rely and depend on each other until they met, I believe his name is Dylan, who seemed to come out of nowhere. And then he became their guardian. So, they were able to know how what was required of them, and how to conduct themselves and how to bathe and how to um you know how have a healthy hygiene, really, because their parents never took time out to teach them those things, so they would just be walking around not bathed, you know not kept they looked like they pretty much were un pretty much they looked exactly how their lifestyle was two kids trying to take care of themselves and so um a lot of things was happening and Marie based on unfortunate circumstances for her, you know, she was molested um, by one of the customers at the restaurant. Parents didn't even notice it. Um, Kit was into science, always trying to do science experience and stuff. So she was more, she was able to live a more, innocent life as a child than Marie. Marie wanted all of the attention and she got it. And she, you know, was introduced to alcohol very early on. And then based on her unfortunate situation, she kind of used it to escape. She learned how to use it to escape. She got all the attention from the boys. Kit looked more homely. And Marie was more girly and, you know, she pretty much flaunted her attributes and her, um, she flaunted her looks. So she got attention and Kit kind of shied away from all of that. And it shows into their adulthood, you know, and unfortunately their sisterhood was broken um, pretty early on in their lives, and Marie just wanted to forget all that she had gone through, and you know she felt like Kit was the favorite, and she was just the nuisance, um, and so she acted out more as they got older, but it re- it became clear that it was because of her molestation. And, you know, the way her father treated her that caused her to go the to the left. And, um, you know, I can relate with with that. I relate more with Kit than I do Marie because I'm a very straight edge, all about business kind of a person. You know, I can be very serious, but I can also be very floaty and free and, you know, try to hide my negative emotions with good times or whatever. I've never allowed myself to go into like the, the line of drugs and alcohol and everything like that. But I do try to v- distract myself with good and positive Um, environments, I go to museums, I go to the movies, I go places that make me feel calm and happy to distract myself from um, negative things, negative thoughts, um, negative experiences, and everybody does that to an extent in a different way. So it's unfortunate that Marie chose substance abuse, Um, She never talked about what she went through because she felt like nobody would listen until she spoke to the the young man that they had in their um, home who became like a brother to them. He had a lot going on himself. He was physically and verbally and mentally abused. Um, He ran away from his family because of it. You could see the scars on him as described. Um, Barbara did a very, very amazing job of describing each person's personality and their environment and how they thought about things and how they dealt with life. She did a very amazing job with that. Her character development was amazing. It wasn't overwhelming or overbearing where, again, you don't have the ability to fill in the blanks. But it was enough that you didn't have to overcompensate that, and so, you know, Kit was very, um, very black and white, and that's how she lived her life. She ended up in the medical field. Um, she was a um, an EMS worker, so she saw a lot of traumatic things um in addition to her traumatic experience because there was an earthquake when she was young she and marie were young there was an earthquake and it destroyed the it destroyed the restaurant father was inside there so he died in the restaurant which was like almost symbolic in a way cuz that's what he lived for and she had to watch that happening. Um, and on the same, at the same, the very same moment of that, um, Marie and her mother were going to go get her an abortion. So it's like, and that was because she and the young man had had intercourse. And um, the mother were like, it was like, you're too young to have this child, And she agreed to have the abortion, and the young man was very ashamed of himself, you know, because at that time he and Marie were under the influence of drugs and drinking, and, you know, he felt ashamed of himself. Um. Which was understandable based on his lifestyle, based on his life experiences, you know, and she was supposed to be like a little sister to him and he allowed that one moment of weakness with her and that could have changed everything, you know. So, um it's funny the when you think about it, during a tragedy, everyone is having a different experience in that one tragedy the only thing that kind of um, combines everyone is the tragic moment but what you were doing in that moment could be so different and you know it's 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 like when people say I understand it's kind of an offensive thing to say because you can relate maybe but you can never really understand a person's um, traumatic experience. Even if you had that same traumatic experience, it's always different. The detailing of it is different. And that detailing changes um, the feeling and the the aspect of what happened. So um, Marie, having had all of her traumatic experiences she decided to run away from her hometown and her family. All she had left was her mother and her sister, and she left. There was a traumatizing and devastating um, train accident, and so Marie took that opportunity to pretty much change her life. And of all her friends that she went on that ride with, she was the only one to survive. And so she took that as a time to um, take matters into her own hands. And she faked her own death. Excuse me. So that she could start over and start a new life for herself. And so her sister and mother thought she died in the wreck until... There was another very um, big crisis going on, and she ended up on camera. And Kit and and their mother saw her on camera, and they're like, Wait, that can't be because she died, and she was not dead. So that's where the stories kind of start to overlap again. When Kit's mother is like, hey, I want you to go to the Netherlands and find out if um, now Marie, because she changed her name, if she's alive or not. So this is an emotional ride for both of them, Kit and Marie, because now Kit has to go and find her sister who she's angry with, um, for one, for leaving her, and for two, Before the last time they ever spoke, Marie being on drugs and alcohol and all of these things robbed Kit of all of her possessions, robbed her, ran away. Kit obviously was devastated at her death, but even more so devastated that her big sister, who she she had on a high pedestal and who she looked up to and was like, this was her hero, just robbed her. You know That's hurtful On a lot of levels But She Because she cares About her mother Who She didn't have That big of a, a Relationship with Either um, You know They're working On their relationship Also um, She goes To Netherlands To find Marie So Thankfully, I'm so glad that, you know, Kit was able to, for once, enjoy her her life. When she's on this trip, she's able to have a good time. She meets a guy. You know, they click very fast. And she's, throughout the trip, for obvious reasons, I think, she's uncertain of herself. Because she's very homely (laughs) you know she's she attracts a certain kind of guy and she keeps that type of guy around because she doesn't want to get emotionally involved and she meets this gentleman and she's like i shouldn't be falling for him like this but she decides you know what i'm gonna leave here anyway i'm just gonna let everything out you know show all of my emotions allow all of these emotions to show because I'm going back home and none of this is going to happen or matter anymore. And she's wrong, but she tried, you know, she tried. She tried to stay serious. She tried to stay focused. She tried to, you know, not fall for this guy. She felt like it was a waste of time, you know, Love has nothing to do with real life. You know, all of that stuff. Typical hurt person. Somebody who's been hurt and whose trust has been broken multiple times by multiple people. These This is a natural reaction to that. Why am I going to waste my time loving somebody or caring about somebody? And, you know, they're just going to hurt me like everyone else. That's a natural reaction. You know, especially because the reason she's in... That country, in the first place, is to meet her is to see if her sister's alive, who was one of the first heartbreaks she ever experienced, you know but mary um she has a whole family, she has a whole husband who loves her, adores her. You know, always complimenting her, always giving her flowers, always, you know, loving on her and her kids love her, too. And, you know, they're doing very well for themselves. They're wealthy. You know, they have different um, have different homes. Um, The husband is a personal trainer who's doing very well for himself. Marie is doing very well for herself. The children are all awesome and everything. And so she really did change her life around. On a lie, though. On a lie. But she did change her life around. And she has good friends. And, you know, when it comes down to it, um, Kit is like, I'm here miserable. I have no love in my life. I don't like to, All I have is a cat. That she rescued, he was homeless, and she took him in, and now she loves on him, and that's her, that's the closest thing to love that she has. You know, she's in the medical field seeing traumatic events every day of her life, in addition to the one she lived through, you know, and she's like, wow, you really living it up talking about, Marie, you really living it up, and when they finally meet again, Marie is so, you know, she's so happy to see Kit, you know, she's, she's like, overwhelmed with happiness, she's like, I can't believe you're here, and I want you to meet my family, but don't mention our past, she doesn't even want them to know that they're sisters at first, she wants them to think that they were just long-term, you know, childhood friends, and They grew up together, but doesn't want them to know that that's their aunt, you know. And her niece is just like her, science-driven, to the point, only about facts. You know, she reminds her of herself. And, you know, they both have a tattoo that match. So eventually it comes out that um, they're sisters and the husband wants to leave her Marie, Because she he feels like you lied to me. We've been together for 17 years or so. And you lied to me the entire time. And I don't deal with liars. And, you know, they eventually make up. But um, it was hard for him. And in that time, Kit is having a hard time as well. Because she doesn't know if she should, you know, she doesn't know how to react. Which I think is understandable. You thought your sister was dead and you find out she's living her whole life, her whole good life. Um, she has more than you, even though she's she messed up your life and messed up, you know, it's almost unfair. It's like, how come you're able to, like I said, live such a good life and have such a good life while well, I'm miserable and you pretty much destroyed me and whatever and that's when she starts to tell kit marie starts telling kit what was going on on her side of the life on her side of the spectrum um and and even up to the point of what happened with her on the day of the the earthquake and they share they cry Um, Kit is ready to go Because now she's mad All over again And then she doesn't really want to deal with the man That she met either Because she's like You don't get it She gets defensive with him He doesn't know what to do But he's like look I want to love you You love me, I love you Why are you being like this with me She leaves very quickly Doesn't say goodbye She comes back He's like He emails her every day because he wants to be with her. And she's indecisive of whether she should stay in EMS or if she should go back into her first love, which is um, animal health. You know, she wanted to be that, and she changed over. So now she's trying to decide where she wants to go with her life. And, you know... In the end, Marie comes to California with her family. She comes with, what's the man's name? Josie is her initial name, Josie. Javier. So, yeah, she and Javier have the most spiciest time. You know, he's from Spain. He's a well-known singer. And he's serenading her with his accent, his his singing and everything. And she's not used to that. She's not used to being with someone like him who listens who's trying to understand, who's trying to relate, who's trying to make sure she's happy. She's not used to having that level of affection or attention. You know, Javier is nothing like she has ever been with in her life. And she can't get used to it. You know, she's she's afraid of it because she doesn't want to be disappointed. She doesn't want to feel, you know, like she wasted her heart. And... Marie, who was initially named Josie when they were kids, um, she just wanted a better life for herself. You know, she wanted to get out of the situation she was in, and she did it slightly the wrong way. she didn't She shouldn't have lied to her 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 husband um, or her friends, but she, in a way, she didn't think of herself as being a liar. She felt she, Josie, had died on the train, and this was her opportunity. She made a whole life up. Said she was from Canada, you know. She just made up a whole life for herself. And she, she didn't do it to harm for ill will or anything. She just was not proud of who she had become as Josie, and she wanted to live a better life. For herself her children you know so she wanted she wanted to she wanted the life that she was creating for herself to be a real life and as much as Kit was upset I'm pretty sure she understood um, where Marie was coming from but she was so hurt that she lied to her and they were best friends and you know when she finds out all of the things that josie had went through marie josie slash marie when she finds out what she had went through when they were kids she got more mad at marie she was like why didn't you tell me this why did you leave me in the dark you know we were supposed to be close we were supposed to be good and you just sat there and didn't tell me anything i would have tried to help you but being an older sister myself i can completely understand why josie chose not to um expose that part of herself to kit because she didn't want her to have to feel those emotions with her she didn't want her to share in that grief they had enough shared grief as it was growing up she did not want her to be involved in that part of the process you know so She wanted her to keep her innocence, and she did, but to a cost. So it was a very, very good read, um, When We Believed in Mermaids by Barbara O'Neill. It was captivating. It was page-turning. It was emotional. It was funny. It It was everything, you know, um... It gives you the idea and understanding of what family trauma can do to you as an adult. I know most of us have that, and it put a good twist on it to an extent to me. Like As adults, they lived for other people and tried to make sure that their trauma did not um, supersede them as individuals. I mean yeah how they lived their life and the and the formatting of their life was a reflection of their childhood but they made sure that whatever they did they tried to make someone else's life better so they used their life their life experiences to um fuel them to try to make sure that the next person was good or better or somehow positively affected by them being in their lives and i'm glad that in the end they did all you know come together as a family um javier marie their mother the in-laws they came back together to help kit because They could tell that Kit was going into a a level of isolation that was not healthy for her, and they loved her so much that they went outside of what they knew she would want and came together to make sure that she didn't fall into the abyss. So it's very worth the the while, you know. Um, I read it a while ago, but I still remember Intricate Parts. Because it it leaves a mark on you, you know? A good book will always make you reflect on how your life is and what you could do to enhance yourself and others around you. Um, And it does make you think about certain things differently. So, yes, please take time out to read it. Let me know what you all think about it. Um, I hope you enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Eat good. Smile, laugh always. Bye-bye.